Welcome back to another edition of the No Further Comments podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacham, and to my left... To the left. It's been a while since I've said that. To my left is the very talented, yep. very well-informed. Perhaps. Today, he has a pen and paper. It was given to me. Still no Snapchat in 2018? Nope. Still no Venmo? No Venmo. Are you Bitcoining it? Not yet. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get into crypto, but we can speak about it later. He's a local fashion icon. He is Glenn Riley. You know by the Ray Shrimmer instrumental that, 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 that Glenn is back in the building you, at long last. You love Ray Shrimmer. What have they given you to, to, to not love? Virtually nothing. It's just, just hit after hit. They do an NFL commercial this year, too. That's what you said. Yeah. All, every I haven't team, seen it yet. Every so. team got a 15-second a, a, a Ray Shrimmer narrated... I, and performed a mini NFL commercial this year for the playoffs. I feel like you had something to do with that. If only. You made some calls. If only. Now, no Mario Doremus here. And it's disappointing because there's so much to talk about. There's so much Mario-related <sighs> news coming down the pike. Disappointing. I, mean, I can't clown him on the Michigan loss, which was over a month ago. He's been, yep. he's been ducking. He's been booking the, 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 the other studios so we can't clown him on, on Michigan's 11-point defeat when he predicted a six-point win. Yep. And his Kings, the Kings bet we have going that they'll win um, 30 games isn't going well for him either. Yep. Because they're the worst team in basketball and they're slated now to only win 23 if you do the um, the 538 right. projections. So, yeah. So but. I'm going to get some Chipotle. But his Philly Philly Eagles are doing it. Philadelphia well. Eagles are, have made the Super Bowl How with a backup quarterback, no less. That is crazy. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. But also to my left. To the far left. Far left is our intern, Will Sultan, who's recently committed to college to play tennis. Oh, wow. Right. Phil Glenn in. I'm going to DePaul next year. DePaul in yeah. Chicago. In Castle, Green Castle. So he's going to okay. DePaul with a W. Oh, DePaul. DePaul. Okay. Yep, the Division with Three. The, the dogs. Yeah. Is that what they are? No, uh, the, the the DePauls. <laughs> Stop. You make the Paw Patrol. That's you just making stuff up. That's now. a good one, right? Yeah, something like that. So he's going there to play tennis. Okay. Cool. Scholarship. Uh, a little bit. That's what's up. Okay. Athletics. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So congrats, Will. Congrats. Thank you. Yep. Now, when do, you, when do you play again? You're going to go play a tournament in Michigan, maybe? Yeah, I'll probably play one in Michigan in a few weeks, beginning of February, mid-February. Now, at this point, do you even need to play in any more tournaments now that you've committed, you're, you're all, you've got all that stuff taken care of? Technically, I don't have to, but I'm still going to because coaches are going to want to see them still playing before I start the season up there. Don't just, just gonna stay gonna active. They're not going to want to see that I committed and I just stop. Right. They want to see some improvements. Tell them whatever. I'm in now. Yeah. Yep. Deal with it. Yep. <laughs> There you go. Well, hey, Glenn, it's it's been a while. Yeah, it, it's it's been too long since we had a chance. Before before Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. What's a month? How, a how has month the, and a half? How's the world survived without a podcast? <laughs> I don't know, man. The 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 people are are, are are somehow managing. They're fiending. Yeah. Like Joe to see. All right, let's talk about episode number forty-two. Forty-two. What I want to dive into is. Jackie Robinson. Okay. Okay. I mean, he wore number 42. And, Is that right? <laughs> and, and we know this because... Because they named a movie after it. 
and not only that, but every player has to wear number 42. They have at to? At one point during the season. Isn't that right? I, th- I think it, it initially became anyone could wear it who wanted to wear it. But then I think, you know, it's kind of like, well, you can't not wear it then if that's right. kind of the deal. And you, it looked really bad. Yeah, yeah. You, it, would, it would make you seem like, like, like you were the president. <laughs> but but um, I don't like the idea of a number being retired league-wide. That, okay. that, that always seemed kind of weird to me. Why? Well, I think it was kind of like a makeup call for history because all the other sports integrated before baseball did. So I think baseball kind of felt like what we had done. We, we were the, the, the worst on the issue. So we're going to make it, you know, because like it's one thing if you did it when he retired. But like mass people have won, worn 42 since, you know, Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Some Hall of Fame worthy people. So what should they do? Uh, I mean, you can just celebrate the day. I don't even have a problem with you wearing it, you know, having the day in which everybody wears 42. Okay. I just don't like the fact that, you know, teams that were even the rivals of Jackie Robinson. Because, you know, Jackie Robinson and, the like, the Giants, those were, like, the bitterest rivalries. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. kind of like you wouldn't ask a Giants fan to, like, oh, we got to retire 42, for Jackie Robinson. I mean, I, cause, you know, I don't think Jackie Robinson would have even wanted that, but... You know, Do you think they should retire Michael Jordan's number? League-wide? No. no. I don't think any I don't think there should be a league-wide in any sport. No. I mean cuz it's kind of like it's like you are ultimately your team's performer. You're not the league's performer. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, Brady's going to be the best quarterback ever, but you don't got to retire 12 throughout ba- throughout football. You know, and, and, and so Joe Namath's 12 doesn't count. Roger Staubach's 12 doesn't count. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Greg so, Cook's 12 doesn't count. So Greg Cook's of 12. You, of course you bring that up. So uh, what do you think about the movie, 42? Uh, I've not seen it. It was pretty good. Um, that dude is in every movie, though, now. Yep. What's his name? I don't remember his name, but he That's is in a, a lot of movies. Yeah. He was in, like, wasn't he in uh, James, the James Brown movie, the biopic? He's James Brown. Right. He's Jackie Robinson. He's Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, and he's Black Panther. He's every black <laughs> black dude. He's every black lead. Good for Wh- him. Whoever Chadwick Boseman's agent is is, 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 is a mother. Because <laughs> he is he is knocking it out the park on. I mean, first of all, okay, I can see Jackie Robinson. Okay, James Brown. I don't know if James Brown and Jackie Robinson looked alike, but right. but. Okay, fair enough. Right. I, I, I prefer one actor per biopic. Cool. Thurgood Marshall is light skinned to the point of almost being. It would be like like if Elder Barge was played by Chadwick Boseman. Right. Like like. You got. I mean, you got a problem with Elder Barge, man? Of course not. <laughs> I don't have a problem with, with, with Buddy DeBarge. I have a problem with, with, with Chico DeBarge. I don't have a problem with James DeBarge. <laughs> Just know all, all the DeBarges. He's making up DeBarges. <laughs> <laughs> DeBarge. How is their last that name DeBarge? I've never met another You've DeBarge. Never, never. There's never been another person. De, I've never met another de anything <laughs> for, for, for a last name. But, but, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't know how he pulled off the, um, the Thurgood Marshall one. Because that, that was a... I think what happens is it's not enough black actors that they feel can, like, headline 
a movie. Uh huh. So if you get a star, you just got to make it work. Right. Yeah. So do you think they're just trying to ride the wave of that actor being hot at that moment? I guess so. I think they feel like, okay, we can. here's a story and we might be able to, you know, pack in enough seats if you get, you know, an actor. And I mean, I don't, you know, I've never heard somebody say, man, I got to see that new Chadwick Boseman film, you know. Right. I mean, he's good in what he's saying, but I mean, he's not even like, say, you know, Michael B. Jordan or somebody who, who I think kind of has more um, popular appeal as of now. But who knows? Now, let me ask you this. Um, Chadwick Boseman started a Drake story. Other than, other than baseball, what other number 42s stick out to you? Uh, what other sports? Uh, Connie Hawkins, I think, wore, wore 42 that uh, recently uh, passed away. Okay. Um, I think Nate Thurman did okay. as well. Um, who else? And football... Mm, Ronnie Lott. Okay. Uh, I don't know. All right. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. You could be right. You know more than I do. Yeah. There's there's some there's some running backs as well. Yeah. But, but yeah. Now, one thing I want to jump into, and we want to get right to some different pop culture things, but we need to talk about this this uh, gymnastic coach. Okay. Uh, he, he he like there's been so many people that have gotten in trouble recently yeah it's been um, a, it's, it's been a, a, a rogues gallery of, of sexual deviancy and I think he he might be the the he's, leader he's number one number one in accusers at 140 wow Larry not is that how you say it Nasser Larry Nasser what Nasser you're not mic'd up not mic'd up so you gotta speak loud what did uh the other guy have how many number what was his number at I don't know the Weinstein. stats yeah, yeah, Weinstein. Weinstein, Weinstein yeah. had a bunch. Weinstein had but, a bunch, but but it wasn't 140. I don't think it was 140. So this guy, well, this guy basically every every one he came across, if, if you were a patient of his, you got molested. Right. Like it was, it was a one to one ratio almost of like no one didn't at this point. Now, now, and I don't know the story well enough just yet, but as far as like all the different accusers, now uh -huh. have all the 140 accusers come out just recently, or has this been over the years? Like how's this guy not? been in hot water before I think it just kind of a couple of them said something I think there had been rumors for a while and I think maybe within the past year a couple of um, girls went on record and then I think it's just kind of like let's ask everyone who was involved did it happen and they're all like kind of yep. close yeah but I mean it's so crazy you know gymnasts are so young right so I mean you know this could be like 12 to 16 you know what i mean so it, it, it's kind of like wow i mean you just would think that you couldn't do that many people without like you know what i'm saying like I, like every every additional person is, is like you know pressing your luck at the whole thing so that's just crazy man what's what's been the one that shocked you the most mm. or has any of them shocked you are you just like well i, I could see that uh Pretty much, because I mean, well, the 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 guys that have been accused, and then you say, what what have they been accused of? I mean, I think Bill Cosby is still the crazy. I mean, that's not really with this wave, but like because of his image, and then the fact that he was actually like drugging them is yeah. just like a wild twist. Right. Like on some level, and it's horrible to say, but like you expect any rich and powerful dude to like probably you know, do something inappropriate because 
half the reason guys become rich and powerful is that you can get on, you know, women mm -hmm. on like a discount. Like, oh, okay, so so you might not like me for who I am, but you like me for, for what I am. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like a, you know, an incentive that, you know, and, and you know, it probably works a, a certain percentage of the time, but if, if, you know, if they ain't on it, they ain't on it. And that's kind of where you end up in trouble. So here's where we're at, though. So we're, we're at a time where so many accusers have come out, and most of the time, not, not all the time, but most of the time, when someone is accused, they usually step down from whatever position they're in. Unless they're, the unless they're Republicans. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're actually we're going we're to segue to that shortly. But it's almost the point where a woman can accuse what's the line now what's uh -huh. what's the line like a woman can accuse somebody at any point and that guy is kind of like if it's it, it could totally be not true yeah but he's he, kind of screwed this thing yeah right and then if you and then if you have two more and obviously if it's if it's, if enough, it's a pattern yeah it, 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 it right what's but the number four i <laughs> that's the question it's like what where are we at so I can't remember who the actor was the other day, but somebody called him out for it, and he actually was getting ready to go on a talk show. Okay. When the tweets came out that oh, this lady accused, who was that? James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. And so he was like, "Let's address it." Yeah, yeah. You know, he was just like, "Let's go," but he's like, I I "I'm shocked." Yeah, but I, but I mean, but because he was willing to take it on forthrightly, I kind of believe him, and right. I kind, I kind of. I mean, it's weird to say like, okay, well, I believe this person, I don't believe this person, but I think you can make a case for different people, you know what I'm saying, as the, as the and like, and how you, you respond to an allegation means something sure, in, sure. in how people evaluate, you know, and Grant, you could just be a good enough actor that you are, you know, you know how to defend your case better than, the, than somebody, than the, the accuser can, right. you know, make theirs, but on a lot of like like maybe two or three people i think have kind of like handled it right and have fought back but like who's that uh i mean i think tavis did the, the mm -hmm. um also um aziz ansari yep his thing and then like i think franco as well like, now, like tavis those released a video okay right i think he released a video message okay yeah yeah so i mean what, what, so, so, so answer this question. What mm -hmm. is the, where do we draw the line? Like, how do we handle that? Like, if somebody, if somebody accuses you, and it's obviously, uh -huh. let's say it's just not true, but th do you have to step down from your position at the library? I, I just bring out the other women and just say, like, like, like <laughs> okay, does this look like somebody? No. <laughs> I mean, terrible. Um, well, I mean, I think you do have to prove, like, their, you know, that, that you, you were in association. Like, you know, if it's a coworker, then you know what I'm saying, but like, like put like when I say something crazy, somebody at work, I do it in front of everybody. So so everybody, so, so everybody. Can get, <laughs> How often do you do that, Glenn? Yeah, weekly. <laughs> well, I was at work. Like for example, how I was long at, have you been to library? By the way, uh, we're not gonna tell my job on on the West Coast. <laughs> how long podcast. have you been at the library? <laughs> no, like twenty two or twenty three years. Twenty three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but like I said, I, I was in a conversation. We were talking Veteran. about the about the. Um, the sex dolls and like um is that i said like if, if you, you 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 know you know you've seen the new thing like the new sex dolls that are like um they look super realistic that they're coming out with 
No. This was like a Facebook thing like last week. Okay. Yeah, this, missed, is, this isn't I'm just a, me. I'm, nah. not, I'm not Googling sex dolls. Man, say they that. really approved. Yeah, yeah, Glenn, you got something. <laughs> yeah, as of late, this is really a consideration. Yeah, t- tell me about these, these sex dolls. Well, th- there's like a meme. Like, it's going around. It, okay. it's, it's certainly on, on, on black Twitter. <laughs> or, 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 or blitter is, is, is uh, I'll forward it to you. Okay. But, um, so Will, I was Will saying, do you visit black Twitter? I whenever know. possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I was basically saying there is a fine line between um, a sex doll and like narcolepsy. You know what I'm saying? Or like, like or not, it's not, it's not narcolepsy. What's it called? When, when they when, fall asleep, you're talking about. No, no. That's, no. That's when, you when, you, when you have sex with, with women who are, who are who are dead, like like recently, recently <laughs> dead, necrophilia. I I that's that's a, that's ne- necrophilia. How are you gonna bring these sex dolls back around? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying if you if you're having sex with something that is inanimate, okay, that is on the line of you know what I'm saying like 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 a necrophilia. Okay, all right. And so and I was also saying, um, let me write this down. I was sex also dolls. saying. Sex when somebody is asleep. Would your partner allow you to have sex with them while they were asleep? And I was saying, as a man, I don't really care. If 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 if, if my woman, <laughs> if my woman, if I was asleep and she was such in the mood that she wanted to have sex with sleep, I said not only would I not have a have a problem, I would encourage it. See so now now, <laughs> but I'm saying vice versa, you would be arrested for that. And and, and 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 that is something that that you won't hear on any other podcast this week. I, gu- I guarantee you, maybe all year. <laughs> you can watch, you can listen to a lot of podcasts, and you won't hear anyone talking about about sleep sex. Uh, our intern Will. Yeah. You're hearing some of this for the first time, correct? I saw an advertisement for it. For sex dolls. The yeah. The new one. Really. Yeah, I did see it somewhere. I don't know where. I forget where I saw it. Black okay. Twitter. It came up. Front, <laughs> it came up in front of me though. Yeah. Up. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. I, have, I haven't seen this. You yet, aren't searching for it. I, I was definitely not looking for. When sex you get dolls. home, ladies and gentlemen, go to Google.com, Sex Dolls 2018, and, and see what pops up. Not 2017. No, nah, this this the 18th. <laughs> that's another thing. It's like are you cars. Are, are you waiting for the like? Yeah, we'll get her. But uh. <laughs> But the next year, the, the, the 2019's <laughs> drop in the summer, and man. Oh, this is terrible. It's a, it's, this, a, it's a brave new world. This podcast has taken a turn. It's a brave new world. Let me ask you a question. Have you seen the video of um, Monique yes. talking about Netflix? Yes. Now, I, I know this is a little bit off topic, but it's still amongst the woman's movement right now. <laughs> uh, did did you did you feel like she was on point with what she said? No, I or was did she not. completely off base? I think she was completely off base. I think a lot of people felt that way. It's ridiculous. So wh- why do you feel that way? Because Monique is arguably not even a C-list star. She had one role which she knocked out the park in Precious and won an Oscar, but that by no means um, equates to her being a marketable celebrity beyond anything else now she said by resume she said she's the top she said top. she's the most decorated yes meaning that that her one oscar puts her ahead of every single actor which is false because first of all granted how many other comedians have oscars there are a few but it's not a whole like whoopi goldberg has an egot which is the oscar the grant a grammy um uh a tony and um 
What's the, what's the other? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, uh, Emmy. Okay. Yeah, so nobody, you know, so she's obviously, if, if we consider Whoopi Goldberg to still be a comedian, then she's obviously more decorated. But the fact that you won your Oscar in a dramatic role and not a comedic role kind of excludes right. that. That's like LeBron James with the Amy Schumer movie. Imagine if him saying, I'm the most decorated actor on this set. Well, he would be correct if we include his basketball accolades into the, the, right. the, the, the comedy do, field. Do you think Amy Schumer's funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, was, was she, so she was comparing basically that her salary, um, Amy Schumer, Dave Chappelle, and I believe Chris Rock received way more for their Netflix special. And I'm like, has anybody you know watched, has come back to you reporting um, their enjoyment with a Monique special? <laughs> In, in your lifetime, Will, is that something? <laughs> Will, when you're on Black Twitter, do you find anyone say how much they enjoy? Will, Will's going to leave here and he's like, hmm, Black Twitter. Black tw <laughs> I bet you start looking at Black Twitter, won't you, Will? I don't know where to find it. That's all right. Don't, don't. <laughs> so, so Amy Schumer was offered, what, $2 million or something like that? And then Dave and Chris were getting like upper 20 Is that I right? Don't, I don't know what the numbers were, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, something but, like that. She was offered like five hundred thousand. Monique was, isn't that right? Yeah, something like yeah. that. I can't even see why she would get a fourth of what Amy Schumer makes, though, because Amy Schumer is at least, you know, done successful comedy movies, and she's just considered a hotter comedian right now. She had a successful show on Comedy Central as well. Right. What bothered you the most about Monique's comments was it that, what she was saying about herself, or boycott Netflix? Well, it, it's probably five or six things you can you can unpack and say you have a problem with. I don't like the fact that she's trying to act as though that, like her issue with Netflix payment offer, is somehow um, a Me Too moment in its own right. That that Netflix themselves are are being discriminatory when they've obviously offered both black folks and women. Right. Like she's not Tiffany Haddish right, who right now is having having like a cultural moment. Sure. And like. If I told you that Monique is going to do an online comedy special, are you saying, oh, yeah, I'm all in? No. And if I told you, how much do you think Monique should get paid for that special? And I said, she's getting $500,000 for the special. I'd be like, that's, pretty, that's, 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 that's a pretty good, good rate for Monique because right. I wouldn't expect it. Right. I mean, I think the first 20 minutes of this podcast have been funnier than, 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 than anything that I've heard from Monique's career. Well, sp well, speaking as we transition into powerful black women, Oprah, uh -huh. Oprah's Golden Globes speech. Okay. What were your thoughts on that? It was good. You didn't think it was <laughs> great? You think it was, was it good or was it great? Well, I mean, it's Oprah. So, I mean, the, the, the Oprah standard has to be, you know, like, obviously, if Oprah's giving a speech, it's going to be quality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it goes without saying. But, I mean, I didn't. It wasn't so. It wasn't unexpected. Put it like that. So when people were like, like it was amazing. I was like, well, I expected it to be. You know, she knows she's getting the award. We know the climate of which we're in. I was just tripping that that you know that this is being spoken of as like uh, opening salvo for a potential um, presidential run, which is you know wild. You think she would? Hell if I know. Would you vote for her? I mean, as opposed to, you know, what we have now. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, but but it's weird because I don't want to get into a world in which we just vote celebrities for, you know what I mean? Because... I think that's where we're going, though. 
I mean, that, that's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a problem because obviously the most informed people probably aren't, you know, athletes and entertainers. You know right. what I mean? So, right. I mean, if, if that's, I mean, there's always been a, a question of how smart do you have to be to be the president or do you just kind of have to shield for the issues of which you stand for? And that's kind of like Trump's deal. Like Trump thus far has been a garden variety Republican, I guess, but he just says, wow, you know, craziness. Right. So socially he's out, he, he's way crazier than anything we've ever had to deal with because nobody else is, you know, and but like 50% of the country because he's basically pushing for their issues just says, Whatever, you know what I'm saying? And like some people are like, yeah, I know he's crazy, but you know, this is, you know, he's anti-abortion, so you know, the, 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 the evangelicals aren't gonna, you know, they'd rather have a crazy dude that was anti-abortion than the same dude that, that but isn't. I, I think that's part of the reason with the, with the attraction to Oprah after her speech for president is just people looking for someone else to take down a Trump, and you need yeah. somebody with you do need somebody with some celebrity power. And yeah, but that's a shame that we, we've gotten to that point. I don't disagree with that. I mean, that's where we are. Yeah, but like, do we just pick just the most likable person? Yeah. Like, 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 do you just say, okay, well, Tom Hanks. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. Right. Running for president. And it's kind of like... Well, they were talking about The Rock. Yeah. Running. I mean, that's popularity. That's yeah. all it is. You didn't hear about that, Will? No. Yeah, they yeah. talked about The Rock. Yeah. You just said that would be awesome. So that's that's how a lot of yeah. people feel. Winfrey Johnson, 20, 2020. <laughs> so do you think that um, with with Trump, do you, you think he could win again? Oh, certainly a possibility. If you How strong? I think you would say his chance are probably 40% that he'd okay. win again. Because, like, the country is, all, is never more than... Um, a 20% center. You know what I mean? Like 40% of people are never going to vote Republican. And 40% of people are probably never going to vote Democrat. So you're basically fighting for that that middle 20 that can kind of, which, which kind of blows my mind because the parties are more divided than ever. So you would think that there wouldn't be people who just like are swing votes. But you have folks that like, like if you've been broke for the last 25 years, you probably saying, well, let's see what they can do. Because mm -hmm. I was broke under Obama. Right. So, and then, like, you you know, if things were going good under Bush, you was like, well, let's see what Obama can do. Because I want, you know, and it's kind of, you know, other than that, you can get to a certain station in life. That if you're rich, who gives a damn who's the president? We just talk about, about pennies on the dollar at a certain point. Right. Now, what at this point, what can Trump do or say that would offend his base because he's done so many things that have been offensive to so many people. Yeah. But yet his base, no matter what it is, the allegations of what Trump has said either publicly or privately, his base has backed that and found excuses for yeah. him saying that. But is there anything he can do or say at this point which they're like, yo, I can't even defend that? Because, let me, let me say one more thing, I'll let you answer that. Mm -hmm. And you've been a witness to this. I've posted things that he's said or done or alleged on Facebook and every time conservatives will will fight for that like there's there's really that nothing wrong with that yeah. that's just words you're making it a big deal right am I right or wrong oh this is, of course so can he do anything at this point do you think no that's what I'm saying it, it, it's, it's literally no no line that he can't cross because I mean he'd have to you know he said in the campaign like he could like murder somebody yes. in the street and like literally in New York. that would be that that's the line I think 
I think um, an, an on-air murder would be too far for, for, for the political right. Anything short of that, he don't, he'd have to do something on tape and it would have to be egregious. Like if he, if he like slapped his wife or something like that, they would be like, okay. Now granted, it wouldn't be all of them. Right. You would still, there's probably a solid 15% that he could, no doubt. He, he could, he could, he could actually murder somebody. If it was the right, if it was the right victim, yeah. they would, they would just Like a Muslim. It. Oh yeah, no doubt. If he, if he, if Illegal he, immigrant. If he choked a, if he choked a, 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 a Mexican, th there would be ten percent of the country would be like, I mean, I, I can I can see it. Yep. You know I can, you know. I, I can't disagree was, with that. He was taking he was taking jobs. Ha has this presidency shocked you from the time he ran? To now, has has his behavior? I ain't shocked at nothing these white folks do. Jesus, <laughs> no. Dude, you said that like <laughs> that's the sound by far. No, but but I mean, the, the fact that he could got, he could get elected in the first place kind of is okay. Well, if you can do that, then you know all bets are off. So. No, really, I haven't been shocked by, by anything because you know he, he's, he's wild. Yeah. I mean, he's Donald Trump. How, how much of it, okay, and I've been, I've been waiting to ask you this since we, we haven't been on air here with our podcast, but how much of it is, is Trump a really wild dude versus he is a true con artist? And what I mean by that is mm -hmm. I've always felt if his platform to run for this election was to appease to black folks, I think I feel like he would appease the black folks just to get voted into power. Uh -huh. He found that lane that okay for me to get elected now, I have to get this base of folks. I have to say these type of things to rile up this whole. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he did to win, right? Yeah, no doubt. So I feel deep down inside he's a con artist in that. Well, he was a Democrat in the nineties. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and to think about, and, and I go back to Russell Simmons' comments. When Trump started saying all these crazy stuff, like, 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 dude, we we've like, yeah, events with like black. This is not, yeah, this is not the same dude. Which which reconfirms with me that I don't even know if he believes all the stuff. He's a what? It's just that riles up his base. Yeah, I think he loves adulation though. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not to this 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 will will, will um, anger the the conservatives, but. I think the garden variety liberal is smarter than the garden variety um, conservative. I'm going to write because, down cause, the, the cause folks that have come after you with that. You, <laughs> <laughs> you've got Jared, number one. <laughs> it is a lady on Jared's post that gets so mad at me. Oh. And it, it, it's one of the funniest things because he'll, he'll post something uh -huh. and the post will pretty much lay dormant. But if I chime in with, with, with a, a considered opposition, Yep. She comes out, and then the post gets hot. <laughs> the block's hot? Yeah, the block. Oh, she, she gets so salty at me. It, 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 it's hilarious. You got to turn me on to that one. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Tina. Tina. <laughs> shout, shout out to Tina. But, yeah, it, it is a... Um, well, the thing is, educated people, the more educated you are, the greater chance you are to be a Democrat. Right. And... I know that's and then they're, they're, you know that's why they're so mad at the schools like it's it's not edu it's indoctrination mm -hmm. but it's like but no but certain things you're not going to be able to just say and get away with because if you are educated you question stuff right so it, it becomes a whole thing and plus youth culture is in colleges so if you are 
mixing with other youth and, and obviously colleges are more diverse places than say, you know, rural areas, then you're, you're coming in contact with people who are unlike yourselves and that tends to make you more tolerant of people. That's why the cities, you know, America is all red states. Mm -hmm. You just have blue cities. Mm -hmm. And there are enough blue, there are enough people in New York City to make New York State a blue state. Mm -hmm. There are enough people in California, in Los Angeles, San Diego, Oakland, San Francisco, Sacramento to make that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why why Ohio is basically all red, and then Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland, mm -hmm. and that's why it's like a 50-50 swing state. Right. So. The more you get people together, the more liberal you're making them because people are like, oh yeah, you know, I met some people who are gay and they and whatever the 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 world continued. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I met a Muslim today and you right. know no, nothing nothing. They're good people. Yeah, no, nothing yeah. happened. So <clears throat> well, and, and let's transition now. And as we talk about I put nothing past <laughs> <laughs> Trump, a very very wealthy individual. Now, so he says. If, if, if he shows taxes, we, we know. We'll never see those. So to transition into something Will, our intern, has, has asked me about and want to get your uh, knowledge and, and breakdown of, and mm -hmm. that's the whole Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Can, can, you, can, you, can you break down Bitcoin for people who don't know what it is? Who don't know in the simplest form, like, like Will, Will, a high school senior. Uh-huh. Well, it's basically all currencies are based on confidence of value of what something's worth. Like your dollar essentially is worth nothing, mm -hmm. but you believe a dollar, like, like anything. Gold is only worth what you believe gold is worth because of its scarcity. So Bitcoin is basically an electronic currency of which you say, we're only going to make so many of this item. And because it's a limited supply, having it becomes valuable. But the problem is, as it stands, is that, okay, suppose I say I'm making Alex coin. So Alex coin, how many, how many Alex coin is there going to be? What is going to be 50,000? So if I got, you know, 10,000 Alex coin, that's worth something in the sphere of of whoever would trade for it. Mm -hmm. So if you say, okay, well, within the world of Shining Star, your child can, can you know, um, get a year of, of our basketball program for, uh, you know, 200 Alex coin. Well, then you created an economy in which your means of, of, of capital is valued in your economy. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what's going down with crypto. If you can get, say, an Amazon or any, any, major like um, online you know company to actually value this at a certain rate you know because like a stock like how much is a stock really worth other than what people are assigning to like oh this company had a good year so now you know Nike is now worth you know $90 per share as opposed uh -huh. to, to 85 or whatever yesterday and so it's, it's basically you almost have to understand that, that money itself is based on the same thing. The difference between Bitcoin and the dollar is that it's not issued by the government. It's issued by basically a private corporation. 
and because of the new technology known as like blockchain, blockchain is kind of like um, it, it does. It's like a, a bookkeeping system that can't be hacked. Mm -hmm. So it records every single transaction so that you could never like lose lose the money. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't trade it but still have it, even though it, it's not visible, so to speak. So that's kind of. So are you are you buying into this? Is this something you're going to get into? I'm going to probably buy in just to flip it and sell it. But I don't Why I don't waiting? think it's it's a I haven't had, had my, my stocks have been doing so well that I kind of don't want to take anything out of there. But the next time I get a chunk of money, I'm thinking about throwing some and uh, what I'm going to do is is probably say if I get two thousand dollars, I'm going to throw in. I'm going to split um, amongst the big four, which is Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ripple and Ethereum. And then Ripple. Yeah, that's what Sanford and what Fred Sanford used to drink. The ripple. That's, that's what it's all about. The ripple. <laughs> it's a different thing. Oh, okay. My bad. And then and then just buy a bunch of like of the cheap ones, in the hopes that one of those will blow up, and then you just like make a ton of money. You bought fifty dollars or something that was worth a half a penny, and now it's worth. So hasn't Warren Buffett commented on this? Uh, a lot of people have commented and kind of said it's 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 a sham or whatever. They don't they don't believe in the the um, long-term viability of it. And the the, I, the problem I have with it is I don't think there's going to be all of the, like there, there's way too many of them now. There's probably a hundred, if not a thousand cryptos mm -hmm. out there that are available. If you get, because you get like a Coinbase account, that's how you acquire it. And obviously we're not going to have, you know, that many currencies concurrently in the market. So... If Bitcoin is gonna be the one, then maybe that works. But I can't see like six of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at a certain point, I don't feel that that's viable, as opposed to. And then, is it worth? It's just purely speculative. You know what I'm saying? So like, I would I would encourage someone to invest, but I would I would sell at a certain point to get your principal out, and then just hold the rest and see what it does. So. Well, you got to. You have to leave, don't you? Will you've yes, got you've got I tennis practice. Well, you've learned all about Bitcoin. That's what so I was staying around. I want to do that. Hanging around <laughs> for, that, for that Bitcoin <laughs> Bitcoin knowledge. If if you're going to do any investing, index funds, strictly index funds. Index. You got yep. that, Will? Got index it. funds, people. Good luck with your tennis tonight, Will. Um, well, and I want to I want to I want to transition into and I want to make I want to make this. One of the, the bulk, I think, of our podcast. Not the sex dolls. Not so, the. Well, you know what? The sex dolls. You, you've changed kind of the direction. But I want to talk about Tom Brady. I'm talk about the goat. The Tom, Tom Brady sex doll. <laughs> the Tom Brady sex doll. Bitcoin. The, the, okay, so let, let's start with this. With the whole the whole Super Bowl uh, deal here. We got the Eagles playing the Patriots. Uh, last time they played was 2004. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, are you shocked by these two teams in it? I think we could generally be surprised by the Eagles because they lost their starting quarterback Carson Wentz, that? and we basically thought he was—he still might MVP. win MVP. But it—it—it's it, got to bother you if you are the MVP and your replacement can also lead you to the right. Because that—that that in and of itself means that you weren't valuable enough to—to to, um, 
to, to stop your team from going to the Super Bowl. So there's that. I've really been impressed by um, the, some of the coaches th this year. It seems like a, the good teams have really been able to put, like the Jaguars game plan to beat the Steelers, and even yesterday, they had maybe two plays go wrong on them, two or three, and they would have, the game could have been different. And that's saying something when your, your quarterback is Blake Bortles versus Tom Brady mm -hmm. at, at home in Foxborough. That, that I'm looking at like some of these, you know, game plans saying like, yeah, we've got this is it's a different level of smart coaches in, in like the field right now. And I think Peterson for, for Philadelphia is, is really doing a great job. And it is I mean, they, they smoked Minnesota. Yeah, bad. Did, did you want to see the part of you want to see Minnesota in the yeah. Super Bowl just to play in their own stadium? I want to see that. And once you had the miraculous finish of a week before. It's kind of like that means nothing now. It's kind of, you know, because... So you thought the storyline, if, if they... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, because that along with... Did you see it in real time? Yes. What did you think? when you, I, I actually saw the, the, the well, tape Well, it's funny. It, I was so. talking to, 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 to Norman, best friend Norman. We were tripping out. And I was saying, and, and this is something I'm starting to see more and more. Teams with good quarterbacks in the fourth quarter just score at will. Mm -hmm. Like... Did, did you have any doubt when Tom Brady was down by, like the score was 20 to 10 going into the, the, the fourth quarter. And I'm like, they've got to at least get 25 points on the board because he's scoring mm -hmm. two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have, I have no doubt that Tom Brady. So it's two minutes to go and Drew Brees gets the ball. And I'm like, he's definitely scoring. And they end up scoring with like, I don't know, 25 seconds left when Minnesota got the ball, but Minnesota has like a timeout. And I'm like, man, is that still too much time? Mm -hmm. And we just need a field goal. And more and more, I heard somebody on um, the Ringer football uh, podcast was, was basically saying, uh, Mike Lombardi saying that if you've got three timeouts and, you know, incomplete passes are stop the clock, you basically have however many, a, a play basically lasts six seconds. So an incomplete pass you know, or a run, which you call a timeout thereafter, you basically have six seconds per um, um, per play that would give you essentially, the last two minutes, you could damn near run 20 plays. Mm -hmm. Now obviously, you can't really run 20 plays to cover the whole field mm -hmm. or it's not enough. But I mean, that is a whole lot of plays right. to run in the final two minutes of a game. It's almost like basketball so you, now. So you thought something might happen for yeah. Minnesota? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I certainly. And, and they keep criticizing that dude who obviously mixed the tackle. I disagreed but, with that criticism. Yeah. I said, here, here's what I thought. He, he peeped out what was going to happen. Uh -huh. I mean, which is, is, isn't saying much, but he was in the right position and he got there too early. And mm -hmm. I think he knew he was going to uh, make the, the pass interference. Yep. He had been told beforehand, don't commit the pass interference. Yep. So I think he, he's saying, okay, I can't hit him yet. And I'm going to also try to get to the outside of him. So if I do tackle him, I can force my leverage to force him inbounds. And right. he can't get out of bounds. Right. And I think those two things kind of, and, and also because of how the dude jumped, he didn't catch it standing. He caught it leaping in the air mm -hmm. when he really didn't have to to, to jump. And I think with those three factors contributed to him missing the whole thing because he didn't want to touch him until 
he got it. Sure. So he wouldn't get and, and yep. then you know he had the wear, wherewithal to well, spin around. I felt the around. same way when I when I watched. When I, see, I didn't get to see it in real time, so okay. I, I'm, I'm hearing everybody yelling and screaming. Okay. So I'm at a basketball event, and then people are saying, oh, this happened. Then finally I saw the video on okay. Twitter, which I'm kind of salty at. In, in those situations, you like wish you would have seen it yeah. live. It just means more than someone tell, tells you about it, and then you actually see it. It's yeah, just no not doubt. the same yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, if you see it in real time. And I didn't think the Minnesota fans went, went batty to the degree that even like – the Buffalo fans I saw who mm-hmm. were happy with with um, the Bengals winning when, when um, Dalton threw yeah. the uh, yeah yeah like they went they went crazy in a manner in which Minnesota even in the stadium I didn't feel gave it there I, I wanted them to go nuts so yeah, I didn't, right, I didn't right. think they really did that I was hearing and in, in, we'll get back to that but I was hearing from some people that were in Minnesota that. People in Minnesota, business people, didn't even want the Vikings in the Super Bowl. Okay. Because with the Vikings being in the Super Bowl, it hurts the economy. Yeah. Because you don't have another You don't have another visiting. fan base. Yes. That's crazy. There were a lot of business people that were upset. And I heard about that. I'm just like, That's, man, I didn't think about that. that, that but they need that. F you. you would think, F you business but people. It, it's, if you're it's, so, it's greed, though. Like that, you're yeah, going to make it. a lot of money off the Super Bowl, but they're thinking about next level. Yeah. I know what they're saying. I mean, because I've, but I mean, I don't know. That, that, that's, that's real, real selfish. I know. <laughs> now, where's the Super Bowl next year? Do you know? Nah. I, I, pro- I don't know. It's, it's always in. I don't know, the Superdome or, okay. or Jerry's Place or I've Phoenix just, or I've Florida. Yet, I need to go. I want to go to one Super They are building some, some top-notch stadiums, I tell you. Yeah. That new stadium and um, the new stadium proposed for Los Angeles and the one proposed for Las Vegas are... are Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the Bengals, um, what is it? They have to, they're up for a new one. What is it? 2020... It's not far off, right? I wouldn't. I mean, it's, I it's, it's crazy because Paul Brown Stadium is still new to me. It, it seems that way, but, but there's but some kind of right. Don't they have a rule where, after so many years, you're up for? Yeah. I think it's like 20. I saw it somewhere. It's probably 25 years. So what are they now? So they, they're so probably in year 17, maybe 16, 17. Wow. That's crazy. Because it still seems like you drive yeah. by it. You're like, oh, well, Riverfront Stadium was, was from oh, my, my birth. But, it, but Riverfront Stadium lasted from yeah. when the Crosley Field in, maybe 68, 69? I don't know. Because the Bengals didn't start playing. The Bengals debuted in 68. Uh-huh. And they, I think they may have played at an early version of Nippert, if I'm right. Yeah. So the Bengals didn't get into Riverfront, I think, until either 69 or 70. So... Riverfront itself only lasted maybe 32 years. Okay. So, I mean, I guess you say every team gets a new stadium every that 32 was, years. That was back when it was, when it was multi-purpose, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think the Red Stadium, I, I've, I've always been disappointed with that one compared to, like, oh, Cam, Camden Yards. They could have done, in my opinion, they could have done so much more with the design the layout. Yeah, no um, doubt. Yeah. I heard something about that, the, 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 I forget a story that, like, kind of um, spoke to why they did it the way they did. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it just seems, it seemed really cheap compared right. to what, what, like, you know, Camden Yards came out and then even, like, Jacobs Field in Cleveland and 
Um, Detroit has a nice, I feel like everybody, that might be the worst stadium because it's not, it, for the, it's not retro enough to be retro. Right. And then the modern stadiums are just plain modern stadiums. Yeah. And it's like. It's very average. Yeah. I went to. Uh, and it was average upon inception. It wasn't like we built this thing and it, it, it was the joint. And then right. two, two or three years later, people topped it. No, it was whack from the start. Right. I went to Wrigley last year. Okay. First time ever. You've been to Wrigley? Did no. You, did you tell me? Okay. No, I've been to. I mean, I've been to Chicago, but I, I never. Okay. Been to, yeah. I, I, yeah, I went to Wrigley Field, sat in the uh, bleachers. Okay. I did the whole, got the whole experience. Bleacher bar. Yeah. Do they still cool. have the seats across the street? Yes. Okay. Yes, on the the rooftop. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Yep. I want to do that one time. Yep. It's pretty cool. Uh, I, I definitely, the whole. You know what's crazy too about the Wrigley experience is, as you walk around, you know, you can walk around the entire. Uh, stadium, and as you come to where actually where the um, the bleachers are on the rooftop, okay, the opposing team's bus okay. pulls up right on the street. Okay, so the opposing team has to walk on the street. Okay, like yeah, this, to, there's, so yeah, you, there's no internal parking no. In, in Wrigley. Yeah, you so you see the opposing team, and I think that's pretty cool because that. That's I mean usually they're pulling in a yeah well I mean that's just ninth that's a, a, yep. a stadium designed before for automobile travel yep. yeah yeah I thought that was definitely dope let me ask you real quick mm -hmm. uh, we don't have to get into this too in depth Marvin Lewis uh huh signed on for two more years how about that were you did you think he was going to get fired because I, I think the last two games he won right the kind of saved his people say he saved his job. Did you think he was going to get fired at the end of the year? Then uh, when he got the two-year extension contract, whatever you want to call it, were you I was cool not that? dissatisfied with him leaving because I felt like it just seemed like it was time. And then so I was kind of stunned that they chose to bring him back. Like, I never really – I'm not – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Marvin Lewis apologist. Yep. I don't really feel like – We know this. He's, he's – I just feel he's in a tough division. And – I feel like the Bengals have been snake bit on so many accounts, and the franchise doesn't spend money. Yep. So, under the circumstances, he's a better than average coach. And yeah, if, if I was running the Bengals, I would probably have, have opted for another coach to try to take it to the next level. But if I was the Bengals, I would have, you know, paid paid more money for free agents every off season. So, and it's really weird because. If you talk to the like football insiders and stuff or listen to what they say, the Bengals are the most secretive organization, mm -hmm. maybe in professional sports. Mm -hmm. No one really knows what goes on with the hierarchy of how the big. And it's really, I, I, I'm starting to enjoy that aspect of the Bengals. It, it, it's fun to me that, that they don't. Because they don't have a GM, right? I don't think, I don't know how that works. You know, I don't but think they have a GM. The degree to which the Bengals don't give a damn about what you think <laughs> is, is truly <laughs> admirable. Right. It, re it reminds me of, of necrophiliacs. <laughs> not, not back to the sex dolls. <laughs> the Bengals do not care what happens once, once you go to sleep. <laughs> once you go to sleep. Once you go to sleep. Oh, gosh. But you know what? There was so much, two parts to it. You've got the national outrage and you've got the local outrage. Yeah. And a lot of this. Who cares about uh, the national outrage a lot for, for the Bengals? Well, listen. Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me say this. A lot and a lot of this I get through through Twitter. Yeah, black Twitter. <laughs> so so nationally, 
Um, and I, let me let me rephrase that. I, I don't think there was le- necessarily national outrage. Stephen A. Smith, of course, was yeah, outraged. He goes overboard. But, but that's that's him. But I think there was. We became that day, like a laughing stock amongst people. Like here the Bengals go again. Like, yeah. But but locally, what 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 confused me when they when they brought him back, and I'm thinking to myself like. The Bengals organization had to sit around and say, "Okay, if we bring him back, this is this is going to affect ticket sales." Okay. Like, they had to have brought that up in uh-huh. the meeting. Now, do they care about ticket sales? No, <laughs> they don't because ticket sales. Well, at the end of the well, day, well, Jared certainly didn't renew. Oh yeah, we we know that. That's a different. That's a different reason. <laughs> but I mean, they they had to have discussed that, and you know. Now, I don't know how many people really meant this when they said it, but a lot of people I saw on Twitter says, we're not, we're not going to go back and get season tickets. We're not going to spend our money. Okay. Now, we'll see. We'll see. If That's the, a lot of talk. That's a lot of talk right. in January. So do you think, so my question, and I'll leave it on this, I want to get back to, to Tom Brady. Yeah. Do you think that the, God. the Bengals organization thinks, okay, there's going to be outrage, whatever. They'll get over it. Uh-huh. And then come... Come, uh, you know, whenever things start back up, everybody be, they'll be. It's like you know how it is when you're out of football season. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, whatever. Then yeah, when, when, when football you get close season to starts, it, yeah, it gets hyped. good again. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bengals fans will go see Bengals games, and if the team is good, then of course they will. Like right. that, that. That's the X factor. Basically, here's what needs to happen for the Bengals to be good. Ben Roethlisberger has to retire, mm-hmm. and upon Ben Roethlisberger retiring. Then the Bengals are may have the best quarterback in the division, mm-hmm. and you know because it's it's all about your quarterback. Like I would replace Dalton quicker than I would replace Marvin Lewis because if you have a a you could almost rank the quarterbacks, and that's how you rank the season. And I think Dalton is good, mm-hmm. but he's not a top ten quarterback, and I think that's what you need. Mm-hmm. So, like, you look at all the teams. Like, I mean, granted, what, the Eagles might be making a fool of what I'm saying, but if you don't have a dominant defense, and the Eagles have a top defense, the Vikings have a top defense, and the Jaguars have a do- top Definitely. defense, all you need is a good quarterback, mm-hmm. and like a, a top, the top five quarterback. She so said, "You don't need a great; you need a good." No, you need you need a you need a top eight quarterback in the league, I think. Cause look look at look 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 at Breeze made the playoffs. Look mm-hmm. at Cam Newton made the playoffs. Look at um, Tom Brady, obviously always makes the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan made the playoffs. Carson Wentz was the MVP talk, made the playoffs. So all the quarterbacks who are who had great seasons are we consider to be like the top like Russell Wilson didn't, but he, they just barely that's the first time mm-hmm. in a while that it's kind of like that's the only thing that assures consistent success. Like I said, and Dalton's fine. Dalton is in the better half of quarterbacks, but that only guarantees the Bengals at being basically at worst a seven and nine team, and at best maybe an eleven and five team. And that's kind of the range which we we are kind of always sitting at. And then you know if you have bad health or have luck, you know you can do whatever, but. At a certain point, you kind of have to, like, you know, every year teams are drafting quarterbacks, and they're going to be, like, Wentz wasn't in the league five years ago. Right. But now he is, and he's a better quarterback than Dalton. Deshaun Watson wasn't in the league two years ago, but now he is, and he's a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. All right, so give me your prediction next year on the Bengals. 
Mm, 11 and 5. No. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would say, geez, I mean, you really have to kind of see the draft. And so much nowadays is dependent on health and concussions. But, I man, I'm almost thinking 8 and 8. Okay. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know what the, where the, the jump is going to come from. You know, and, and they, like their first round pick who last year, William Jackson, who was injured mm-hmm. last year, but this was his first year, was by like pro football focus, like the second or third best cornerback in the league. Hmm. So like that was a great draft pick mm-hmm. that like no one's really talking about. Like the Bengals aren't dumb, but they're so secretive and cheap. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like I'm the Bengals. You 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 just you. You just you just you just make good decisions. You're but, secretive but you're, cheap. You're, I'm secretively cheap. <laughs> With these uh, secret sex dolls. All right, <laughs> Tom Brady. Let's get back to Tom Brady. A lot of discussion on is he the goat? I don't personally. I don't think how, I don't see how you can argue it at this point. You really can't argue. Okay. He's made eight straight uh, championship games. I believe. That's crazy. That's that's insane. How does he do it? Now you know. I'll listen to some of these national uh, shows, and they'll say that he's very lucky. He lucks in all this stuff. But as, well, uh, yeah, obviously, luck plays a part. But you don't luck into eight, eight that's, consecutive nothing. That would be my point. And he has a great coach, but I think the 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 coach is is certainly a part. But I don't think the coach is the main part. Uh huh. But it is weird because that. That Garoppolo situation is crazy. So, so what do you read into that? Well, the 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 rumors that I'm hearing, and it it strikes me as true, mm-hmm. is that Belichick had basically groomed Garoppolo to be the next Brady. Right. And Brady is 40 years old, and just like everyone else in the Patriots organization, they were pretty much ready to cut bait with Brady and just say, okay, we're starting, you know, kind of the way. Um, even though Favre kind of pushed their hand, forced their hand, but when you transition out of Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and he had basically created his own Aaron Rodgers, and the owner wasn't on it. And now, so they basically shipped Garoppolo the furthest place he can go, So he and that kid has been, been yep. just, and you can just imagine, like, gee, if he... So you think, the, you think Belichick then had an issue Right. Uh, I don't know if he had an issue, but but yeah, I mean it's possible. Yeah, like, like with like, ownership. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I think it was sort of like a disagreement. But you know, I mean, how do you kick kick aside Tom Brady? You know what I'm saying? But it. But you know, in football, it's not what you've done; it's what you can do now. Right. And. But he's got to go at some point. Well, he's on this whole TB12 program. You heard about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And so. He thinks he's gonna play till like forty-five. Yeah, no. But I mean, can he? Well, you know that's the that's the thing that um, on, on first take they're always arguing because Max Kellerman's like he's gonna fall off a cliff. Yeah. And that's simply that that's absolutely what happened with Banning, even though they they. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. Well, I mean, like, what do you think? What do you personally think? I think he's gonna be good. He's, I think he's got to got to fall off a cliff eventually, but I think he's going to be longer than Manning. Okay. How old was Manning? Manning was eating Papa John's. <laughs> I think Manning retired at maybe 40. Okay. Okay. So I think Tom Brady is going to... Like Manning's like an old 40. 
Any? I think we've got to the point where where his commercials have kind of hit hit a wall too. Yeah. Like I'm kind of like the nationwide commercial. I'm just saying. He's so dry, dude. Well, I think he he he, he has a good sense of humor, but yeah. as the further and further you become removed from the game, I don't think I want to see you as a spokesman that right. much. Everyone thought he was gonna go into the booth, mm-hmm. and he did, which was you know kind of odd. So so I guess he's just chilling. But I mean, I kind of you know thought he was gonna be a. A commentator because he's so good, you know. Right. And Romo is 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 Romo is the is the goat as far as broadcasting already. And I, I his hear, one year has been 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 untouchable. I hear, I hear different. I hear people. It's uh, it's like two ends of the spectrum. They're you know? mad. The They're people, people who don't like him are mad because he knows so much. But no one is questioning the knowledge mm-hmm. that, that he's putting down. He is he's predicting plays. I've, I've seen the I've seen the videos I mean, of which he's done that. But he knows how to read defenses. Like Troy right. Eggman, like does but, Troy Eggman even know how to read a defense? See, I've never heard him say one thing that like. But that's my thing. If you are a former elite, yeah. and you go to the broadcast booth, I think that's what you bring to the table. You have to bring to the yeah. table. You have to break things down. Exactly. For, that's why I think A Rod's so good. Yeah, A Rod is yeah. He's A Rod is excellent. amazingly good. Cause off the bat, I don't know baseball to the level of you know even my friends that are baseball fans. Yeah, yeah. But when I when I listen to A Rod in the playoffs, yeah, I get it. And it's crazy because because he didn't show that that type of Not personality. And like when him and Pete Rose, granted we had to take Pete Rose out because of uh, again of, <laughs> the, a, of another I, get, I, another <laughs> allegation, but. The, the the two years that him and Pete Rose sat in the booth together, yeah. it, it needs it to be magic. preserved for, for, for the Hall That should make the Hall of Fame, if nothing else. <laughs> but, but yeah, and it, and it, it makes you... The, I think I have a problem with... with um, um, these commentators get their job at maybe 30 years old, and they're just riding out. Yeah. That's a gig that you have till you are... Right. Keith you, Jackson just died. Yep. The, the, seven, the great Keith Jackson. Seventy-seven but, but, or something. Yeah, and like, it's one thing if you're you're kind of like the the um, the play-by-play guy. Right. If you're color. But if you're the color guy that's, that, that's supposed to be giving analysis, like until the internet popped off and like podcasts popped off a few years ago, the the actual analysis that you got on something was. Very minimum. You didn't. You didn't hear about people talk about eleven personnel and 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 what it meant to be, you know, you know the 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 audibles that a quarterback had at his disposal and time management criticism from coaches. There's certain things that we just didn't speak right. of, and 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 now that's become like the 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 average person. If you are a true football fan, I assume this is true in basketball and baseball as well. You have a, a knowledge base that, that you didn't have, and it becomes, it's a glaring um, criticism of the people who were mining the store before because they weren't giving you that. Because right. why, cause why the hell weren't you? You, you? Your job is to talk about football, and right. yet you weren't enlightening the, the well, fan base at all. Well, here, here's, here's one issue I have when I watch, especially like football and baseball. I don't know as much with those sports. So when I watch them, <clears throat> I don't want, and, I, and I've, I've heard this before, where the color guy will tell me what I just saw. Yeah. Like, that's not what, like, when I listen to basketball, even though I know a lot more about basketball, and mm-hmm. I listen to Clark Kellogg uh-huh. or Jay Billis, they still break down things that I didn't even see or I didn't think about. Okay. You know, like, what I love when I listen to Jay Billis or, or like I said, Clark Kellogg, 
when a team's coming out of a timeout, they tell you what, what that team's point. probably going to run. Okay. And here's why. Yeah. So, you know, that Tubby Smith, one of the best coaches in the history of basketball out of a timeout. Okay. His side out of bounds underneath the baskets are legendary. Uh-huh. And Jay will break down. This is what he's thinking. Like, that's the type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tony was doing, Romo was doing that. He yeah, was yeah. saying this is what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and football is so complicated because your, your eye level is focused just kind of where the ball is. And, and you need somebody to tell you, like, okay, well, here's what the line read is. Because no one knows. Right. No, no, it kills me when, when anybody who doesn't, like, actually um, – break down football plays for a living, wants to talk about offensive line play, you don't know what that is. Right. If, 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 if pro football focus tells me that, that these are the five best, best offensive linemen in, in 2017, I'm just taking them at their word because I wasn't, I wasn't scoring saying, oh, yeah, that's a successful. A Cincinnati-based company. Really? Yep. Chris Collinsworth. It's from downtown Cincinnati. I thought that. No, he's not. He's, he's um, yeah. pro football talk. No, I think he's. Are you sure? I think so. I think he's pro football talk and pro pro I have football. To look that up. I thought he. I thought pro football focus is. is I thought the he one was that breaks down. Because he's not on pro football focus. I thought it was. I thought it was him that did that. So it's the other one. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I mean pro football talk is good as well. But pro football focus does the player grades, so they right. basically. I, break down like because that was the thing in soccer like basically yep chris collinsworth that's him pro football focus yep really yep okay yep it's downtown cincinnati really yeah get out of town yeah yep okay i thought it was because uh he's now um yep chris collinsworth talks analytics and pro football focus he because the only reason i say i thought this was the case was because He's now brought that. They're doing it for Cincinnati high school football. Okay. And I'm like, why are they doing this for Cincinnati high school football? Uh-huh. And they were like, well, it's a Chris Collinsworth deal. And I'm okay. like, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but that's that's like literally the most informative thing. I mean, it costs money if you want to get the premium package. Uh-huh. But the, the, the part that's available to the public is enough that you, you'll be able to. They do like the... the, the Players of each game, top five players for a right. game, or just, just grades of note. But yeah, it, it's really interesting. So uh, j- just quickly uh, back to back to Brady. Now, <clears throat> looking at the the Super Bowl, assuming he he wins, uh-huh. that that shuts down any goat conversation, right? I think it has to. Okay, I don't think you can have two more than everybody else. And I mean, and granted, you know, the argument is always how do you judge an individual player in a team game? But the quarterback is obviously the most important player sure. it, by, by far on a football team. So, like, that is one aspect w- which you can give it. The, the thing I'm always – what's going to be interesting with um, Brady is that how long does Belichick play, continue to coach after Brady's gone? Mm-hmm. And, see, I think that's what – I think that was the thing that, that – that, that bothered Belichick is that he had his man and if Brady's gone and Belichick wins another Super Bowl with Garoppolo, he now can take credit for he's he's king of the Patriots reign. Right. But right now it's still Tom Brady Mm -hmm. or still a shared goal. Yeah. 
So it's going to be interesting that when Brady leaves, does Belichick leave for another organization? Mm-hmm. Possibly the 49ers. Okay. This Think is, about that. Okay. Think about that. If they underachieve and Brady leaves, look for Belichick to the Niners. Okay. This is your... That, I'm just putting that out there okay. as as a as a as a, a early Easter gift, <laughs> whatever that means. All right, so uh, quickly give me your prediction for was it two Sundays from now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Eagles play so good. I almost want to just pick the Eagles because that's who I, I'd like to see win. But at this point, master, I'm just not betting against the Patriots. Okay, so you have the Patriots winning. Yeah. Do you think it'll be a close one? Yeah, say by by three. Okay. Got it. I'm going with the Patriots. I think they'll win. Yeah. I just I think everything's on their side. And so I do want to talk a little basketball. Okay. Um, but the angle I want to take on this, Glenn, is the top three high school recruits in the country. All going to Duke. Have all committed to go to Duke. Yeah. Um, Zion Williams being the last one, and he did it uh, – via ESPN and the whole live on TV the whole live on TV deal what what does that mean <laughs> have and, and I, I should have done the research on this but has there been a team the top three recruits nope this the first time first time ever and I think yeah. the, the number four recruit uh Bull Bowl's going to Oregon yeah is that right did he yeah I thought I thought that's right but I heard they're they're in the market for two more guys that are top ten wow but Cause I was I was arguing with somebody and I was saying they're saying like is this bigger than the Fab Five and I was like no because the Fab Five were freshmen when 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 there were still top notch players sticking around mm-hmm. for a junior and senior year right so it was it meant something that when you were a freshman you were playing against talented players who were significantly older, older than right. you and when you're playing at Michigan that's not playing against for for like a legendary coach like like Shashevsky. So you kind of could, you know, they could still be kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when Duke has a freshman, you don't feel like, I don't look at, at, at Marvin Bagley and feel like, like he's just out there wilding, just, just kind of feeling his Cheerios as he goes right. through a game. But if he went to say, like, you know, who's just a school that wouldn't care? You know what I'm saying? Like if, if he, he was playing at... North Carolina State, mm-hmm. then you'd be like, okay, well, well Martin Bally's just going to get, get a show sure. on. You know what I'm saying? He's playing at Florida State. Right. Right. <laughs> Florida State seems like a good school to just While do, out do whatever. Do, He's playing for Alabama <laughs> basketball that you know. So there, there have been many people to say that, that, that Zion Williams will be the next LeBron James. And obviously a lot of that has to do with Well, the, first of all, you might want to be the top player in your class, which yeah. is not. Well, I, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact Zion's so big. He yeah. had the dunk where he looked like LeBron cocking it back and, and all that stuff. But, you know, the he, thing, be, he don't have no court vision. The, the thing he I worry no about, the thing I worry about with, with, <laughs> a, with a Zion is, you know, it, it's typical of this, I think, this generation right now with social media. Uh-huh. He's got a lot of hype yeah, he's a off star. the dunks. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's what's made him popular. That's another thing that I, I, I wish he didn't go to Duke because I feel like, like, Shashevsky's gonna contain that somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll oh. get some. He'll get some breaks, but you know, he's gonna. But but for for the long term of Zion, he's got to learn to get. He's got to get in better shape. 
He's not. He is not. How I'm dare you, you? I'm telling you right now, that dude is not ready for a full season of college basketball to play at the level of his expectations. I've yet to see his um, his full game on Showcase because I always just see him just like just just beasting everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I really like exactly. don't know what his game is to even like give a, a proper evaluation. So well, it's gonna be interesting to see to see how you know he's got to be able to. The way the NBA is going, you know this, he's got to be able to handle the basketball. Yeah. He's got to be able to shoot the ball better than what he shoots now. Yeah. Not to say he's bad at all those things, and that's going to be the great thing about going to Duke. He'll learn those things, but. He ain't no Trey Young. Trey, Trey Young's special. Trey Young is the next. It's funny because we're, we're, we're to the point in which basically the children of Steph Curry are coming along. <laughs> like, like, like this is a style yeah. of a player. And that that new the, the cat the European dude that's coming up that they they it's gonna be a top pick. Uh, mm-hmm. They say he's he's the same way. Oh, he's like six six. Yeah. So th- there's some there's some th- that's why well, the, that's why the Sacramento uh, uh, Kings are tanking this year <laughs> to get to give me no. my Chipotle car. I think they're tanking because they're and, bad and to get Trey Young. Well, I, I tell you what I do like about this this generation of player. I will say this. And it's a result of, I think, the LeBrons, the KDs, the Currys. The KDs, LeBrons, the Currys, even the Kyrie Irving, they're leading as far as they're, they're leading by example of off-season workouts. Yeah. And I will say, I don't think we've ever seen a player that has, and I'm, I'm putting Michael Jordan in this, we've never seen a player condition his body like LeBron James. Oh, yeah, that's his facts. That, that what he's done with his body to this point is truly amazing to go from where he was in high school and even he had to get go back and watch him go watch the youtube videos of him with the miami heat and how big that dude was oh yeah he basically transformed but he transformed his body to what game he wanted to play that year that, so that to me right there and look at him now yeah that that to me is really really amazing at the end of the day when his career is done and they evaluate all these things i feel like that's going to get lost in the shuffle yeah but that's that's amazing we haven't seen a player well the amount of years he's played as the like that's the the argument for for lebron james being the best player of all time is not going to be championships it's going to be the years in which he was the consensus best player on the planet Mm -hmm. and like because michael came and went so many times he basically had ten, 10 seasons in which he was definitive, mm-hmm. definitively the best player on the right. planet. And LeBron is now like approaching like 15 now. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he came in at what? Because this is his 15th year. Yeah. Correct. And LeBron was probably the best player by his fourth year, wouldn't okay. you say? <coughs> um, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, he was, he, was, he was the best player in the league by the time he was 24, I think. Okay. So, I mean... And so, and it's just continuing. Then, like, you know, it keeps going through the finals and everything. And, I mean, somewhere on the list has got to be said that, that what the Warriors did adding Durant to a 73-win team, that was the measure of how much you had to load the deck in order to, to beat, beat Le- basically LeBron James. Not to say that Kyrie's not, not great mm-hmm. and, and that Kevin Love isn't great, but they're, they're still in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? There's a limit to um, appeal to people wanting to be in Cleveland as opposed to the West Coast. Right. So, well, 
well, and back to my point in that the, this NBA star generation has really impacted the Zion Williams, the Trey Youngs, yeah. all these guys that they really do work at their game. Like yeah. Trey Young puts in a lot of work. And what I do love is you guys got Chris Paul, uh, James Harden. A lot of these guys are going to colleges and working out with the college players. Okay. So Chris Paul and um, Harden went to the University of Houston. Okay. And like worked out with the guys. I'd like to see Houston, Houston back, back as a prominent program again. That would, that would be cool to see because they at least have a legacy. They do, but um, Kelvin Sampson. Did you ever see the um, Five Slam and Jamma? Yeah, yeah. Did you like that? It was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think it was great, but yeah. Okay. But um, said James Harden, man. Like, 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 what that what that dude does is just. It's almost comical because it's almost like a, like an old person who got a young body back. Yeah. He just doing doing. <laughs> like yep. he, he's just such skill related. And his, I, his whole game is based on like like spacing. Yep. Like what he does with just the distance that he needs to get a shot off is just ridiculous. I, I said this um, to somebody not long ago. I was talking to a parent actually, and um, I was saying if there's anybody now that I think has really had an impact on changing the beard culture in America, <laughs> changing how the game is being played um, by some younger players, it would be James Harden okay. in that a lot of these young players now are working on drills based on footwork, spacing, uh -huh. things like what you're talking about that I think James Harden is the best yeah. in the league like it's not even close and, and, and for example i think james harden if you were to probably poll the nba players they would probably say katie's probably what the toughest to guard uh -huh. would you agree with that probably offensively yeah, yeah. he'd be one that's i'd say james harden is i mean he is when he's cooking yeah yeah you can't you can't guard that dude yeah i mean it's it's, it's so ridiculous i was um, Curry, I mean, um, Kyrie was in an interview and they were asked, talked about his dribble and said he never did drills. Said what he, he just imitated um, Cassidy saw on television mm -hmm. and and like if he could get the move down, he would go on to another move. Mm -hmm. So he would like look at Iverson or, or, or whomever right. and like do like the crossover or whatever. And then he said what he would do is after he got a move down pat and he once he got two moves down pat, he worked on doing combinations. So could I do move one followed by move two, like smooth with like a, with, with, with like a smooth transition. Mm -hmm. And then let me try two first and then one second and then add a third move and then do, the, then do you know what I'm saying? Do, right. do ABC, now do BCA, now do CBA, now do ACB. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it was just crazy like how he was breaking it down. He's like, a like, smart dude. Yeah. He's a very smart dude. He's weird though. He's, he, he's kind of like like weird, weird intelligent. Like he, he is. But the fact, and I tell you why I think he's he's so intelligent too, is the fact when he drives to the basket. I mean, I, I think he's by far the best finisher. Yeah. To the basket. Best ever, probably at his. That's height. what I mean. Yeah. And if you look at how he finishes the angles and just. Well, he was just, talking about that as well. Was he? Yeah, he was. I mean, say, he was saying to his dad, you know, his dad was like the leading scorer ever, at like Boston University for. A okay. While. And he said like his dad like came home one day. To, to like where he was like practicing the driveway or whatever and he said well what you do is go up with your right but then shoot it with your left mm -hmm. and then go up with your left and shoot it with your right 
and said, just keep doing that. And he said, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me at the time because I didn't really have any hang time. So I was just doing it to be doing it. But it taught me the angles and stuff to shoot. It's, it's a J.J. Reddick podcast mm -hmm. interview with, and it's, it's worth, worth listening to. But he said, like, yeah. that's what he would, he would do. And by the time he got, got finally was able to jump some, then it just became, you know, he would just kill people with it. And then he said he started to look at, you know, like the Dr. J. So let me do it going under the basket and like mm -hmm. utilizing that. Now let me go under, you know, fake with the left, go under with the right and vice versa. Well, well being the size he is, he needed an advantage other than just yeah. speed. Yeah, and, and basically that, that's the thing. Like if you, can, if you can shoot as good as he can, dribble as good as he yep. can, and, and, and finish out the rack, that's kind of like, what can you do? And speaking of that, you mentioned someone earlier, Allen Iverson. Uh -huh. I don't know if you've had a chance, but recently Trey Burke just got picked up by the New York Knicks. Okay. Who you said would be a top five point guard within, within five years? Pause that. I want to I come back to that discussion. Trey Burke looks just like Iverson. Have you seen the, the pics and everything? No. He's got the braids and okay. he's wearing the headband. Oh, wow. It is they they were doing like side by side pictures and videos. Okay, I can see that. It is crazy. Like yeah. looking and wearing number three. Uh huh. And all that. Anyway, back to the Trey Burke discussion. I will say I was right. No, I will say you were you were you were wrong and right, and I was wrong and right. I would say I was right and right, and you were wrong, and wrong. Incorrect, because part of our discussion was your favorite guard from Louisville. Oh yeah, you yeah. I, 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 put him in whatever. So so, I I was right. I Trey, Trey Burke ended up better than him and lasted in the league longer than him, which I said would be the case. Possibly. Oh come on. What if he, what if he gets picked up tomorrow? He's not playing anymore. Whatever. It, there's no way he's getting picked up. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but still. But you said he was gonna be a top five point guard, which is I, was lunacy. I I never saw 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 what's what's your boy's name. The Louisville guy, Peyton. Uh, yeah, Peyton uh, Siva. Siva. Yeah, I never said Peyton yeah. Siva's got to be a, be a, a top a top ten point guard in the league. Listen, I just thought he was better than Trey Burke. Okay, first of all, my my thought process with Trey Burke, I, I, I had. Listen, but I, part I told of, you the point guards he had to no, surpass, and I get that. But listen, part of it, I saw. I've seen Trey Burke play since he was in eighth grade. If you look at when he worked out I've prior seen to the Siva NBA. And his father. No, I did. I remember I hung out with Peyton Seaver's dad of that course, one. Of course you did. So, Trey Burke, listen, didn't have any difference than when Chris Paul came out as far as things he could do. And you can't argue that. I can't argue that. Now, based on some of that, and you look at that, I could see him. Now, you're right in that based on the other guards he had to well, go well, against. Peyton Siva, well, I can say no, Peyton Siva was not I can, I a high-level guard. I could take Peyton Siva and, and say, but I mean, but like. like you take Peyton Siva over Trey Burke. Uh, a case could be made. No, I, I can't. He's not in the league. Yeah, Mateen Cleaves is not in the league. But Mateen Cleaves was a better college point guard than, than, than Trey Burke. True. But Trey Burke, his skill set for the NBA. Yeah, probably better. But but, yes, but so that's what I'm saying. Like I think he had the skill set. Now, remember he got injured. Eh, I just didn't see him doing it. Okay. He got injured. I, okay. Listen, I'm partial to him. I've what, what was ranking point guards in the NBA at, at 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 his best year? He was not a top 25 point guard in the NBA. And, 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 and I, well, his best year. And was I dropped the mic. His best year wasn't until, because remember he got hurt, so oh, year, that wasn't until three. 
three or four. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. With the jazz, right? Yes, with yeah. the jazz. With the jazz. Yeah. But Peyton Siva still nowhere to be found. Oh, whatever. That, 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 <laughs> right. that, that was, that was, that was, that was, uh, I, I was picking with my heart. I know you were. <laughs> and I was with Trey. I've, I, I've seen, I saw Trey play from eighth grade on with AU. I mean, he just, I mean, he, no one could stop No, him. shut So up. anyway. Next subject. But something we can agree on and something that I consistently fight other people on that I think are basketball knowledgeable people is Russell Westbrook. Like, at what point are people going to say they're going to separate the talent that we see, which everybody gets? He's amazing. He's talented. We get that. Yeah. But then there's the piece. And you and you said this so well last year was his contrived triple doubles. Yeah. Which I still have a problem with. I don't and like even that. this year. He's still doing it. How about the time he had an open layup and he jumped, didn't shoot it, saw somebody in the corner and said, Nah, I'm going to pass it out because I'm one assist away from a triple-double. Yeah. And the game is – it's not like it's a 20-point game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still a in the balance. a nine-point game. Yeah. To me, that's like the ultimate selfish. And did you see the media voting for the All-Star, the media, player, and fan for Russell Westbrook? No. It's the lowest for any superstar of his caliber. Okay. He was ranked the fifth best guard in the oh, NBA. Wow. Yeah. What I mean? He's got to see that and go. All right. It's just is 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 not you know. And I hate to be the purest on stuff, but I mean it's obviously if you can't see that this dude wanted the triple double for triple double's sake. Right. Then I just don't know. No, we're watching a different different sport. Right. Yeah. No, I agreed with you on that. Yeah. And I said now now remember last year I said he would win. The MVP. Uh-huh. I wanted it to go to Harden. Yeah, I wanted it to go to Harden too. We both agreed on that, but I knew that the NBA was going to give it to you, him. You know who would be better? I think Oklahoma City would actually be a better team with with swapping out Westbrook and putting in Peyton Siva. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! That's your that's your guy. P. Siva. That 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 is your guy. He's the Ray Schremer <laughs> of, of, of point guards. I got something for you. All right. All right, we got a throwback jam. Okay. Blast from the past. Now, B from the P. Now listen, growing up, a huge R&B guy. Uh-huh. All right. And you're, I, you're a DeBarge, huge DeBarge fan. Like, who wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, they had a run. Oh, DeBarge had a run. I don't know why it stopped. <laughs> but, well, did you see, like, was it like last year there was an award show? And they... Yeah. The, and the DeBarge's, came, I think it was Elder Barge came out. And then he was like on six other yeah, that was award like, like, shows. Like, like the, the the 2014 BT Awards, Elder Barge, um, it was basically a, 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 a testimonial for 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 Elder Barge before he he, he may have done four performances. It was, it was insane. Who who's calling for that? I don't know. Like 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 did he did, like was did, somebody not available? Like he lost a bet to the to, to the to the chairman <laughs> of, of Black Entertainment Television. And in, uh, Black Twitter called for it. <laughs> and his and, and, and what I liked about it though was he he came back with the same look. I mean, he had the pencil thin mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He ain't switch up on you. He had the conk. He's still he's still here. He's just letting you know. Yeah, it ain't, ain't nothing changed. And that's and that's why I say when I when I see old rappers, old R&B, I want to see them. You want you want to see see the the, the the young version in them? Yes. 
when I see when I want when I see Big Daddy Kane again, you want the box. I want the box. You want the <laughs> There's a hey, the the um Drink Champs podcast. Yeah. They I need go, to check that out. When they talk about the box. Okay. No, I, mean, I saw it was, it was the one with Kane. Yeah. yeah they, I need to peep that. They talk to him about the high top fade and how it came. No, it's malpractice if you don't. Oh, man. That was the only problem I had with that podcast, and I love Nori. I'm a huge Nori fan, was he was the wrong guy to do that podcast with Kane. Yeah. Because he's a huge Kane fan. Okay. And he couldn't get fat past the fanboy. Okay. Like, he just kept... It was too much. Oh, wow. And even Kane kind of felt uncomfortable at times. Okay. Like, all right, can we... Did you see the fabulous Jadakiss one? I did. That's a, <laughs> that's a classic I episode. I did. Like, they, they run so long that they you do. can all... But, I mean, I guess you could probably say the same thing about mm-hmm. our, our joint. If we, if we cut off the, the superfluous 10 minutes, it's probably a stronger show. But... Uh, <laughs> But the um, we don't have Big Daddy Kane. Though. Yeah, we, we don't we don't, have, we don't have Big Daddy Kane's editing capabilities. But but yeah, but that that was that was when Diddy came on. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about the the whole Ray J story. Yeah, yeah. How come you don't party with me? Yeah, it, it, was, a, <laughs> it, it was killing me. Like 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 Puff Daddy didn't mean it like that. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but, but 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 he was talking about Ray J got mad at him. He was mm-hmm. like, and Fab was like, I realized Ray J was Ray J's pressing me right now. <laughs> I tell you what, I love Fab stories. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some really because I think his delivery and his like personality. I feel like Fab is, is, is close to to. He almost reminds me of somebody cool from Cincinnati. Like mm-hmm. like he, his persona is <clears throat> correct. Like alongside Jay, I feel he's got like, the coolest persona of like all the people in the game as far as like like peeping out the scene and just kind of like evaluating something and then saying like 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 oh so this is this you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so like like see he got it but jada's funny too though like mm-hmm. like jada was saying some funny stuff like like he was like he's like why well, come you think y'all don't never like you'll never end up in a beef he's like i think people know if they touch that stove it's hot <laughs> <laughs> now you know they were in town yesterday, yeah, yesterday right? yeah 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 they, yeah they performed i have no I, no desire to see live concerts uh, that one you didn't miss anything. Okay. Yeah, I saw the I saw probably about thirty minutes of it on, on video because okay. you okay. know everybody holds it. Ca- yeah, Periscope and everything. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What, what what it was? I mean, you you couldn't. I don't think that album was good as what I, I thought it would have been considering the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there were parts of it I really liked and parts of it that I thought I were average. I need to take it through the head a second time, but yeah. Yeah, it's better not. I mean, it's it's not. I'm still, I'm still listening to it. Four forty four, man. I, I mess with it. Yeah, I mess with it. All right, let's let's jump into this blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna let it ride, let it ride. and then we'll, we'll we'll comment on it. You hear those raindrops? Storm, man. You can't you can't beat that rim shot. <laughs> Stacy Lanifo? <laughs> Sade. The s*** I blew. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Hey, see, these, a Sade video transports you to a, to a vacation spot you were, you were not allowed to visit. 
<laughs> I, I should be on safari. Should be in, in, um, in like Marrakech. <laughs> <laughs> Places we never go. Oh, that'd be so wild. Like, 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 like. I would love to be the uh, the um, set director on a on a Sade video when they were doing in the pre-planning stage in the '80s. Like, yeah, um, we got this really nice. Um, um, like, like a, a, a wealthy, a wealthy person's uh, uh, office house in in, in, uh, in in southern right in southern Libya, and we're gonna uh, we got this desert in Morocco, and uh, and there's a white horse. <laughs> like now, what? Do you know where she's originally from? Uh, she's from England, right? But her folks from Nigeria. Right? Okay. Yeah. Oh man, I used to love her. Her her live performances. Yeah. Oh yeah. She. she her, all her concerts are pretty much, much, you know. Especially those. Remember the uh, Live Aid. Yeah. Concerts. Okay. There'd be like a million people in there. Oh yeah. It was just, just packed just, in. Just, just like like, it was like no lighting too. It's like we're just doing a concert <laughs> at, at, at ten a.m. in the morning. So. But what I liked about her, and this is some somewhat my beef with other artists is when you do a live concert and you have a lot of people, sometimes the artist lets the energy of the people overtake them and they get out of their pocket. Okay. Like if, if Big Daddy Kane is a smooth rapper and you've got 50,000 people yelling, go Kane, yeah. and you get out of your smooth, yeah, yeah, and that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Sade, Sade don't, don't, you don't get it, you don't, you don't put your, your energy into Sade. Sade <laughs> puts her energy into you. You're damn right. Yeah. Oh yeah, she, she puts she, she puts her smooth into you. That's right, audience member. <laughs> she doesn't break stride. Yeah, like she's yeah, just as yeah, smooth. She, I mean, and that like that, it's so funny because Sade is the only person I know. She is a, a genre unto herself. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's nobody saying like yeah if you like if you like Sade you, you like, you this. like this person. It's like <laughs> who, who is that? Like those grooves are locked the, yeah, locked yeah. in. If you want if you want a uh, a Sade song, you got to call the band. Right, right. <laughs> you got to sample Sade. <laughs> but it, it's it, it's true. But she she has a fascinating career, and I don't think she does get probably the respect she she deserves. Like I don't I don't remember a lot of award shows. Yeah, I think she her, I think right? she she won one the last time out. I think she okay. got a Grammy. But it's but there's it's no the been most no bizarre thing. They've been honored her, right? Uh, no, not, not, well, because she takes such long hiatuses. Yeah. Like, Sade basically came out in, say, 86, 87, and basically dropped the album every two years until 1992, I believe it was, and then didn't drop anything until, let me see, it was a long, I think, think it went a while before, um, um, how, how did it go? I forget, but it was like a like maybe a four year gap, and then she she waited a long time before um, um, Lovers Rock. Okay. And then um, Soldier of Love, but like like the last three are Soldier of Love, the most recent Lovers Rock, and um, Love Deluxe. But I think Love Deluxe was a, a wow. Like Love Deluxe may have been five years. Okay. And then. Um, Too much bass. Lovers Rock came out. Well, Lovers Rock came out. Mm -hmm. That um, um, when By Your Side, the day By Your Side dropped, I was beside myself. Did, did you did you have a crush on her? Did you think she was hot? Yeah, I always thought she she was she was cold, but she was almost kind of like like that was like almost like unobtainable. Like I don't really like like think about Sade the way I thought of. I don't know who who was I I, I digging strong that like I felt 
w w w within reach. Remy Whitehead. If you're, t yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut. <laughs> we gotta have a whole puck. I always. People let, that people are listening will have pe no idea. Pe people who are listening to this, if if you give me some feedback, I do art, as, as so you know. And I always thought I was gonna do a piece in which I just straight up named the first name and the last name of like the, the coldest 12 chicks who like basically we all thought was live between like, you know, the age which we were like in high school to college or whatever. Okay. And like, I'm always wondering, would that be considered offensive to them or would they perceive that as a, as a compliment? Like, would I be immortalizing right. them? But since I'm doing it in a group, is that somewhat offensive because you're basically saying like, oh, all y'all was tight. Uh, I think they would think it was a compliment. I think that would be, be dope. I think, yeah, okay. I think it would be a compliment. Yeah. I always thought Raimi's sister was cuter than her. I don't remember her sister. Shout out to, to, to Veronica Whitehead. See, okay. that's that's like the DeBarge yeah. nobody yeah, knows. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's a, that's a, 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 a deeper level. Paul DeBarge? <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, I think she's, she's on Facebook if you want you want oh, to okay. friend, friend her up. But, I mean, um, but you know, I always thought your girl was dope, and. But, um, oh, and uh, Pryor. Yeah, and Pryor. Yeah. But, but Anne only like dark skinned dudes, and uh, I was informed. And and, and, um, and and judged by Facebook, that's who she ended up with. There, there so, you, so there you go. There Sometimes, you, you know, you got to know when to hold them, <laughs> and you got you got to know when to fold them. This this last five minutes of the podcast just was for us. It's just like this, like <laughs> this is for no one else but us. <laughs> like it's just a little glimpse in, 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 into 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 the, uh, what we were thinking. But yeah, but. Raimi, the, the the main quality of Raimi was that she essentially was gold. <laughs> her hair, yeah, and her, her skin hair tone, was, yeah, yeah, she, you're right, you're like, right. And her, Did she like, die that then? She she had to have died that. I don't know, but but she she looked gold. Yeah, I, like I said, I never thought she was like the coldest girl in the city. Like, but like that was kind of like the the she was like the leading vote getter. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like Russell Westbrook. While I was going with with, with with some 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 other James Harden, right, right. But yeah, but but she was like distinctive looking because of her 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 yeah, she her, definitely her, her was goldness. Yeah, she definitely was distinctive looking. Yeah, yeah. That she was the she was the talk amongst like I mean she was I, I would say amongst like the hip hop heads and like that whole little like 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 crowd in that that yes. early nineties era. I would yeah. say she was number one okay. at one point, no doubt within the, the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she 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 led the votes and stuff. I can bring up some names of, of, of my of, of folks I thought was, was better, but, but but isn't this funny? Like we're talking about on a podcast, she has no she idea. She has no idea. Someone's got tag tag right here on, on this. But the thing is, though, like it's so weird. Like the girls you like when you're young, and then like now we've got like 40 years. Like you can go on Facebook and mm -hmm. basically evaluate like okay, who's still alive and who yeah, fell off. Sure. And yep. it feels like it feels super sexist to even say it, like oh, a chick that you thought was dope fell off. But yep. like, I mean, I'm sure I say it about 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 you know dudes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I don't feel like super bad about it because you know, I feel like you know I don't came up in the game just because like I ain't got fat and I got hair. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you ain't got fat and got hair, you 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 are you got a real chance. You get a you get, you you stick out at the job for a while. I'm in shape. Yeah, but I have that's no what hair. I'm saying. But but I mean, but you know, you you can get away with it. You you, you can put off if you ain't hair though. It, it, it would you, you, I'll be at the barge. You, you, you can, you can holler. Raimi might have to uh, reconsider. Yeah, she probably got kids though. That's yeah, crazy. Oh, that's, that's her kids are probably listening to this. Saying, what the f is? <laughs> I'm talking about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> about my mom. You had a bad mom. Well, I always tell I tell some of the young people like when you're at school, 
and just take the cafeteria for example you're, yeah. in, you're in the cafeteria look around at the girls that are in the cafeteria you've got your your, your cool girls you've got some that are kind of like in the middle maybe yeah. not not as cool as the coolest and then you've got that that third tier when I was in, <laughs> the third tier. you got the third tier oh god <laughs> Well, when I was in high school, there was a girl that was in that third tier. Uh -huh. um, now, when I was at Roger Bacon, okay. the top tier girls, I would put those against any high school in the city. Wow, I that's mean, a they, bold statement. They were strong. But you, you, you get, you never, never, never thought Martha was tight. Not well, and I think part of the problem was the other girl, the other three. I'm gonna say three that okay. were in the senior class okay. were just so. In my eyes, we're so above. Okay. It probably blinded me. And that is a weird thing, like a old, like like a certain age. You you kind of like be like, wow. like it, it was girls that I liked. I thought like, this MF is a different species from me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like how could I? How can I? And then right, if you get to a point where you actually are, are hollering out, it kind of like blows your mind. Like man, did I just miss it? Am, am I that cold now, or, or did I just misevaluate the world? And that's basically what you're doing. When you're young, yeah, you don't you, get like like like. I look back on girls that I liked them just like. You know, she was, she wasn't no, she was just as dumb as I was at, yep. at, at, at 17 years old. She yep. just was, you know, I just wanted to get with her. And, yep. and, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, yeah, that's part of that, that, that young mind state. Yeah, it's the world. It, well, I, I tell, and I've, I've actually, our intern, Will, we've talked about this before. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Back to the third tier girls. <laughs> it was a girl in our lunchroom, and was, she, she was like. You saw value. Well, I didn't even I didn't even think much about her. I always spoke to her. Okay. So at the end of the year, I, I don't think they do this at school anymore. But they would do we would do a school picture, okay. and everyone would cut out their school pictures, write a note, and give them to people. Okay. And you would go up to your friend or a girl and say, uh -huh. "Can I get your school picture? I'll give you mine." Okay. So we would do that. I still have a collection. And that's of, when we did not have pictures. To get a picture from a bad chick meant, meant something real, that, because a picture was not something. Who had a camera? Yeah, that was that was a big deal. Yeah, so no doubt. When, when we exchanged those pictures, I got a picture of this girl, who who and I'll call and, her Elizabeth. And you went to, to Kinko's and blew it up. I didn't go out and blow it up. <laughs> but I, I got her picture, and it wasn't a big deal. She was like, you know, yeah, whatever. third tier. No offense, she's third tier. No. And <clears throat> uh, I want to say my first year out of college, so around 2000, I just got done playing for UC. Okay. I turn on the TV, and she's on TV. Okay. Absolutely beautiful. Uh-huh. I mean, body like you wouldn't believe. Uh-huh. Just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I, always, and I always tell some of the kids, like, those are the ones you have to keep an eye on. Yeah. And the girls that I thought, and not that I thought, they were yeah. very beautiful and hottest. Now... It's a different, it's a different game. It, it, it's a different game. Yeah. That third tier girl is still banging. I saw her probably a month ago. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing too that if you're not considered to be like so cold, you you actually develop more like 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 a personality and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like like it's weird. Like I know girls that's like live and they good people, but like they they sense of humor don't like like. They think they're like super funny, and you're like, eh, that's, that's mid-range mm -hmm. funny. But but you just been you, people just have always laughed at your jokes because you 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 cold. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, right. Right. That, that's a weird thing. Like the the girls that I most dug like didn't. I don't think they got acclaimed for being attractive until they were probably like damn near in college, mm -hmm. and it made them like better a better grade of of like 
girlfriend or wife potential later on and stuff mm -hmm. because like people didn't just say, oh, psh, this mug right here. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. And, and I think all this came from Sade's from Sade. sweetest taboo. From, from Sade. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sade keeps bringing out the best in me. Uh, let's, let's bring that back in. We, oh, we, we can't. We can't go on without talking about her forehead. Yeah, but I, I see, first of all, by the way, every dude likes Sade, and how much money do you think Sade is spending on getting her hair done? Nothing. <laughs> she, she's rocking a ponytail, she's washing it, she might throw some, some VO5 on it, and, she, and, she, and she's on a desert, she's riding horses, girl. You ain't riding no horse. Look at those jeans. That's just that? crazy, man. Like, where is that, like, is this an Aztec, Aztec world? <laughs> Like she's in like a skyscraper sometimes. But all her videos were kind of like that, you know. They were. That's just, what I'm saying. Like, like they were, they were so dedicated to the style. It's like, like when, like, uh, like Ralph Lauren, um, like, like R.L. Ranch for Ralph Lauren, where right. they're just like, like strictly like, okay, this is Ralph Lauren. He's just wearing, wearing denim and Indian prints. Yeah, yeah. And this, and this is the world we're in. Now you mark my word. Now that we've talked about her uh -huh. and gave her all her props, some award show this year is going to honor her. Uh, there will be a BT will have, but she ain't showing up until the until the mute. Like like she literally takes. I mean, her last album I think was in 2010. So I'm expecting another album in 2020. Yeah, but they, they, they honored SWV. Come but, on, man. But SWV wants to be known. Like Shada ain't on on. Go to a Shada Instagram. I defy you to show the Shada. She's, on, she's on Instagram. Of course not. That's what I'm saying. But SWV wants like all the other people want to be be they want to get their money they want to be known they want to have an instagram like you right. you, know, you can follow the the most I'm, I'm sure you can follow redhead kingpin on 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 instagram if you chose to right now right just like the the, the most i hope there's so. like a probably a dos effects <laughs> well, i hope not <laughs> instagram page available official instagram page but like sade is one of the few people who who is not giving you you want the the, the demand for Sade is at, at a at a is never below a seven and Sade is never giving you more than, than than one year every ten years and and you you your your wishes be damned. Fifty nine years old and she she's living her life. She just turned fifty nine. She just turned fifty nine and she still got a ponytail and she's still barefooted. Mm. Hashtag get this woman some shoes. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the No Further Comment podcast. <laughs> oh, that was uh, a true classic in, in the path. Yeah. Oh, of course. We've had, hey, we've had too much time off. Yeah. And we, we're, we're going to work on figuring out a way that we can um, we can do this where we don't have to go to um, a studio. Yeah. And we yeah, just like, kind of pump out a, a lot more. Yeah, that's cool. And like I said, we can do do quicker takes on, on, on more current stuff in, uh, in real time or whatever. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Well, appreciate everybody for listening, and we'll be back with uh, number 43. That's what we do. Very soon. Yep. <laughs>